Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Tension. I'm your hostess, Mistress Me. <laughs> Mistress Mia. <laughs> John distracted me. I did. <laughs> Squirrel. And we have Lord Ballad Johnny Hotcakes, Master John. Yay! Me! Oh my god. <laughs> Looks like you were deep throating that microphone. There, I was. Tom. I was getting ready, and it threw yeah. me off. I leaned up on that microphone. I was ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. So. So we just talked about cockholding. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Okay. We mentioned it. We did. We, we did mentioned a it when bit. we were talking about chastity. Chastity. And why I could not figure out why anybody would fucking do that. Yeah. And they did talk about cuckolding. So, let's talk about cuckolding. <laughs> I don't understand this one either. But Cosmopolitan does. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to believe that completely. <laughs> We've had problems with Cosmopolitan We've in had, the past. Yes, Cosmo is not always the most um, educated on the topics. Okay, let's just say Cosmo is for people who want to be uppity but aren't. Maybe. Because uppity people already know better. Yeah. They don't, totally. they don't read Cosmo. No. But if you want to be uppity, you they, think that if you read Cosmo, <laughs> you want to know all the secrets. They read Esquire. Oh, Esquire. <laughs> I used to like Esquire back in the day in the 90s. I bet you did. Because it would show titties. Yeah. They don't show titties anymore. Aww. Fucking Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what cockholding is, right, John? I do. Okay. It's the consensual non-monogamy kink. Cuckolding is one of those sex terms that you've probably seen pop up somewhere on the internet, but might not know what it actually means. As the world wakes up, oh, the world is woke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a woke term. Bite your tongue. Oh, no. We're going to be in trouble now. As the world wakes up to all kinds of non-monogamy and partner play, people are becoming more and more open about embracing their kinks, fantasies, and fetishes. For some, this involves being a cuck a bowl, or a hot wife, or enjoying reading about or watching other people's cuckolding experiences online. That's called pornography. <laughs> <laughs> cuckolding is essentially a form of consensual non-monogamy where one partner watches their lover have sex with another person. Often cuckolding involves the observing partner, known as the cuckold, being present in the room while they watch but they could also observe by being sent messages or photos of what is happening or being told about it afterward. Yeah. So normally with cuckolding, um, the male partner is in chastity or some other form of uh, restriction and they have to watch their wife have sex with someone else and they don't get to participate. And different different forms of that. Some get to participate a little bit. They let they get to lick the cream pie out of the his wife's <laughs> pussy afterward. He gets to be told how the other man is fucking her way better than he ever could. You know what's interesting is I every time I've met anyone, they always have a different way of saying cockholding. They'll say cuckolding, cockholding. You know, it's kind of like. So which is it? <laughs> are you a cuck? Are you a cock? Where are you? Well, it's not cock. <laughs> cock would be C-O-C-K. I know, but I'm just saying that's how they've, they've caught themselves saying it. Yeah. So it's confusing to they a lot like of people, to say is cock. my point. They like to say cock. They I like think, 
They like cock in their mouth. And I think they like to say <laughs> cuck if they're submissive. Oh. So, there are, of course, plenty of deviations from this model. But when we talk about cuck holding or cuck fantasies, this is generally the setup referring to. You can enjoy cuck play with your partner and not identify as a cuckold or a hot wife, it's really down to you which terms and which acts you take from the dominant script on kink and what you develop and discover for yourself. Yeah, so what they're trying to say yes. is don't get stuck on the labels. Exactly. And we've said that before. Exactly. My partner and I, we have this conversation all the time. Sometimes we get stuck on the labels. Well, I'm not submissive, or you're not submissive, or... And, and it's difficult to put into words what we are and I have to explain to her like look don't get caught up on the labels just do what we enjoy doing That's whatever it. it is we'll, we'll do it it doesn't matter what we call it it doesn't matter what anybody else calls it or if anybody else even knows what we do it's just we do what we like because it's only between the two of you exactly that's really the it key. makes us happy that's it and it makes it brings our relationship closer yeah so that's what we do and, you know, we interviewed, and I always bring up Matt and Melissa because... Yeah, because they're going on that journey right now. They went on that journey, and, they, you know, they'd done it before, and they'd said that it brought them closer together. Yeah. So, you know, I think when you involve a third person, be prepared, whether it's in your marriage or your relationship, but it's supposed to enhance, and you're supposed to use another person as a tool, you know? I'm a tool. <laughs> you are a tool. But, so, yeah, so, you know... In this scenario, one partner enjoys watching their partner have sex with someone else. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is if I'm not allowed to do the same thing. And we've talked about the double standards before. Yes. I'm not okay with that. But a lot of people are. A lot of people really like it. They really fantasize about it and enjoy it. John says, I'm not a cuck. What is good for the goose is good for the gander. I'm not a cuck. I'm the cock. <laughs> there you go. I'll be the, I'll be the bull. <laughs> hot, so. Hot, so hot wifing. Hot yes. wifing is a term used widely in the non-monogamous community, but pertains to a specific type of behavior. While it's often considered a term used only in the swinger community, anyone in an open relationship or marriage with a penchant or for kinky fun can utilize this phrase. Hot wife is a term used in the swimming communities to refer to a wife or typically a partner of someone who has intimate relations with others. Mm-hmm. So if you're married and your wife is fucking other people, she's a hot wife. Unless she's ugly. Then she's an ugly wife. Oh my God, but still gets that dick. <laughs> but she's still getting that dick. Right? A cuckold is her partner who often watches her be intimate with others or is told about it later. To be cuckolded means that you are... A cis man, usually, who is being humiliated in a consensual way by his wife openly having sex with other men. The other men are called the bulls. So, Mia, how is cuckolding different from polyamory? Well, we can even tell them that as well, because we know this from experience. But cuckolding differs from other forms of consensual or ethical non-monogamy. So it's all focused on watching what's happening. Other kinds of CNM, meaning... Consensual non-monogamy. Thank you. Include polyamory, where someone has multiple romantic partners, but cuckolding is usually purely sexual rather than romantic. Also, in polyamory, usually both partners are 
given the freedom to be in romantic relationships with more than one person. Yes. It's not it's not all one-sided. So exactly. cuckolding is, is really one-sided. But it's really not because they're both enjoying what's happening. Yeah, very true. It, it's consensual. That's the, that's the big part right there. It's consensual. Well, it should all be consensual, shouldn't it? It better be. <laughs> it's not consensual. It's a problem. Now it's abuse. So another... <laughs> Watch me fuck this dude, <laughs> motherfucker. So another kind <laughs> of CNM is swinging where couples swap sexual partners. But when it comes to cuckolding, the person observing usually doesn't physically participate in any sexual activity. That's what you just said. Yeah. So it is one-sided. And, you know, I've had... I've had conversations with people where they've been cuckolds and either they'll get to watch their wife be fucked or they will, you know, be in a whole other room or a whole other location, you know, just hear the story later. Tell them about it later, yeah. That's it. And they really like it. They do. I don't know if I could do that. No shame in the game. No. Well, you were a cuck before. Not a cuck. You were. No, okay. (laughs) Just said, you were a bull, John. You were a bull. I've, I've been a bull. Okay, know. sorry. I was cucked before, but not consensually. <laughs> yeah, true. True that. She didn't tell me about it. I found the journal and read about it. That wasn't CNM. That was not CNM. <laughs> that was cheating. <laughs> okay. What is the history of cuckolding? The word cuckold is derived from the cuckoo bird, which lays its eggs in other birds' nests, meaning that the bird goes on to raise chicks that aren't their own. Cuckold was first used in medieval times to describe the husband of an unfaithful wife who, unaware of his wife's infidelity, would raise children that clearly weren't his own, like with the cuckoo birds. Oh! Oh, there you go. That's where it comes from. I learned it something just now. We learned it, I was today years old when I learned what cuckold meant. Wow. And you know, a funny story, because you know, I met a bull... Yeah. Super nice guy. And he told me that he had met this couple. Um, He was a black bull. They were a white couple. And he said that he gave them a present, which was, you know, he gave them a child. Yeah, he told me the story. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a great thing. They they developed a great relationship. They were great friends. You know, he said he went to family functions and everybody kind of assumed, I guess, after the birth of the child. When the child was biracial. (laughs) Yeah. But. Like, oh, okay. That's how that is. That's it. But, you know, it's their life and that's what makes them happy. Okay. So. Well, why do people enjoy cuckolding? Well, why do people enjoy that? There are various reasons why people might enjoy cuckolding as a fetish or a form of consensual non-monogamy. Uh, some people introduce cuckolding as a way of combating boredom or repetitiveness in relationships. Yeah, that's and, what do it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they find that sexual variety actually strengthens their relationship. That's what we just said. You know, you use it as a tool to strengthen your relationship. Right, and a lot of times, like they said before, polyamory is romantic relationships. This is just a sexual relationship. There's no feelings involved. They're just using another guy's dick. Yeah, as absolutely. A, as a toy. Like, a lot of times women will be used as a, as a sex toy. In a lot of these BDSM scenarios, in this situation, the man's being used. That's it. So the bowl is nothing more than, like you said, a tool. That's it. Um, For others, the jealousy they feel from watching their partner with another person adds the exciting element to the relationship and can add a new dimension to their sex life. 
I mean, we've seen cucks before, and they have talked about the embarrassment. You know, there is shame, but they sexually get off on it. Yeah. They really because do. Because they're masochists. <clears throat> we talked about that. You know, we had this cross-dresser, and you haven't gotten to meet him yet. Okay. But, you know, he came over. He got the gangbang of a lifetime with multiple, <laughs> multiple dicks. You know, that's what he likes. Yeah, I mean, if I... If I was willing to take a bunch of dicks, I would have had my gangbang a long time ago. Exactly. But it's not. It's not. It's not as easy. Because <laughs> I want to be attracted so my dick works. <laughs> but. <laughs> that was, okay, that was he, inappropriate. That, yeah, totally. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> but, you know, he um, he's all dressed in latex. You can't see a face. You know, he's just tall. But he looks good doing it, you know. He gets the uh, the breastplate with the huge titties. Yeah. And, you know, it's the allure. It's the illusion of all of it. And they love it. People enjoy it. But my point of it is, after he's cleaned up and we sat down and, you know, he's outside smoking a cigarette and we're talking, he's like, you know, I totally wish my wife would just be cool with, you know, letting me find men to bring her home so that they could fuck her. You know, he's like, you know, I just don't want that weight on my shoulder to, you know, come home and do this. I, He's like, I'd much rather see her get fucked with multiple men than I would to have sex with my own wife. He's like, and I love her, don't get me wrong. He's like, but you know, he's like, I feel like my life is a one big carnival and I keep going on the merry-go-round and that's all I'm doing. I'm like, damn. Yeah, and I think a lot of times... It's easier in the relationship to do something like this if the male partner is bisexual. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because the jealousy doesn't get as... So, for example, when you think of a threesome, usually the man doesn't get really jealous if it's two women. Yeah. And if the wife is bisexual, she's not getting jealous either because she's attracted to the woman too. So, they're both being satisfied. Exactly. So, as long as they're both being satisfied... Everything's okay. Exactly. Once he starts paying more attention to the to the third than his wife, then she starts to feel inadequate, and that becomes a problem. Very much so, so. If the male partner is bisexual, and he enjoys being with men, he's looking at his wife like, "Oh my god, I like dick too." She's having a great time, and it's not that jealousy. It's when she's getting fucked by a bunch of guys, and he's feeling inadequate. Oh, she likes him better than me, and he's not bisexual at all, it starts to become a problem. Definitely. So, there's a lot of psychology that goes into things like this. And this yeah, is, you know, right. coccoline could be considered a form of edge play for some people because absolutely. it's really going to push you to that edge. Absolutely. And it says here, <clears throat> uh, I lost it. <laughs> well, it's this right It says it's right great right. for strengthening communication in a relationship as it requires honesty on both partners about what they enjoy and what they don't and what their boundaries are if they feel jealous or uncomfortable. Couples who have tried cuckolding often report that it strengthens the bond between them and they're able to trust each other and talk openly about their desires. Now what you just said, it says cuckolding may trigger sexual jealousy. Oh yeah. But the thought of their partner being with someone else, you know, is more arousing than it is about jealousy. And you, that's what you just said. Yeah. And validating the fact that, you know, bisexual people, it just works better. Right. Because yeah. they want to suck that dick too. That's right. It's not, <laughs> oh my God, my wife's getting fucked and it's not by me. It's, yeah. 
I want to suck that dick too. Yeah. It's all about the dick. <laughs> right. So if she's enjoying the dick that you want to enjoy, it's different than yes. she's enjoying this dick and I want to kill this man. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So is cuck holding BDSM? Well, is it? I think so. It's kinky. It's kinky for sure. And it's a fetish. Right. So, so it's got to be. It's got to be. And we just said that a lot of men like it because they're masochists, emotional masochists. Yeah. They like the pain. They like the, the jealousy. They, they like the humiliation, the degradation. And this definitely triggers all those things. So, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to apologize, John. I'm not the sexologist. What's Jeez. the sexologist say? <laughs> <laughs> Cuck holding can also be considered a subset of BDSM. An aspect of BDSM can be humiliation and the thought of actual being actually being a cuckold, the feeling or being humiliated could also be exciting. So our brains have the ability to turn something degrading into something powerfully erotic. <laughs> they do. So the arousal that comes from relinquishing power and being humiliated is a form of masochism. Oh, I said that. Yes. And it can be a part of what makes cuckolding enjoyable. So as well as the cuckold partner, <gasps> if sleeping with somebody else can enjoy cuckolding because it means they get to experience sexual variety with someone else and they can show their partner firsthand what they like. Okay. Well, it's yeah. the partner who is sleeping with someone else. I don't think there's a lot of sleeping going on. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fucking. (laughs) This can play on in many different ways and will vary from couple to couple on how they engage with it. For some, it can be part of a larger DS dynamic where the woman is in control. Crucially, both people are very into this dynamic and have sexual gratification from it. There can be cock cages involved. We talked about that. Bondage, cages, and all kinds of other things involved. This practice will definitely look unique to everyone who engages with it. It's highly customizable. So don't just read a story or watch a porn and be like, that's what we have to do. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> do what works for you. <clears throat> don't true. get stuck on the labels and don't get stuck on this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Talk to your partner and do what works for you. Now, again, I'm going to bring up Matt and Melissa. <laughs> do it. Thank you, Matt and Melissa, for your story. Uh, I think when we interviewed them, they also talked about the fact that Melissa wants to form a connection. You know, they want to be friends with a bull. They want more than just a bull type of relationship. She wants polyamory. She wants polyamory. And I and he does too. They just never came out and said they want the polyamory aspect of it. You know? Yeah. So I told them, I said, go on the swinger site. Go on, you know, Fat Life. You know? You never know what you might find. You know? I don't know. Too bad they're in Florida and, you know, Oprah and Zell is in California because Oprah and Zell, I know he'd love <laughs> a new poly family. Yeah, <laughs> or some additions to his poly family. Right? So it's really a wonderful way to subvert gender roles and explore the dom-sub dynamics. When this is done correctly, it allows us to have many an itch scratched. We may desire to be consensually humiliated or want to humiliate in a DS context for sexual variety and to explore fantasies. So, how can you introduce cockholding into your relationship, John? Well, I don't know. You're the expert. We're talking about the M&Ms again. Matt yeah. and Melissa, you, we, we talked about that. Yes. Time, about talking to his friend. Yeah. But here it says, 
Start by being open with your partner. We're back that's to communication it. again. That's it. If you guys can't talk to each other before it happens, don't fucking do, do it. it. Exactly. Don't. Be able to talk to each other. Be open and honest. Talk to each other afterward. Talk to each other about the experience and how you felt. Don't just keep doing it just because that's what you feel you have to do to make your partner happy. Actually talk to your partner and yeah. see what it is that they like and what they want. And, you know, I haven't read any of this. This is just me. One of the problems that my partner and I have run into is we both try to please each other so much that we assume what the other one wants. So we try to give them that thing. And every time both of us are wrong. Because we never actually talked to each other to see what the other one wanted. So we're trying so hard to please the other one that we get it wrong because we never took the time to ask. So communication is key. Start by being open with your partner. Letting them know what this that this is something you want to try. Explaining what it is if they're unsure. The important thing is to make sure that everyone involved is comfortable and consenting to what is happening. Now it said everyone involved. That Absolutely. means the third needs to be involved. Ah, excuse oh. me, John. I'm sorry. I got a little excited. I did. <laughs> I was thinking about cock-holding in a three-way. <laughs> but the bull needs to be part of the conversation. It needs to be comfortable with what's happening, too. And how far this relationship's going to go. Is Am I just going to be a tool for the night? Am I going to be a tool on an ongoing basis? Am I going to be... A tool oh, for life? Am I going to be a romantic partner? <laughs> am I going to father your children? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So make sure everyone is on board. Yes. Uh, cuckolding requires tons of communication, discussion of safe sex, and consideration of the physical and emotional safety of all involved, including the third party. That's what we just said. All right. Okay. So how do we bring it in? Let's see. We bring it home. <laughs> cuckolding can be a very very much be part of a healthy relationship as long as you're both open honest and content with what is happening the most important aspect of all sexual content is, cons- is consent it is important when someone has a kink or fetish that they are communicating openly with all parties involved and everyone is happy if it is something that you would like to start off with it is vital to understand what may be brought up Seeing your partner with someone else may be quite upsetting, so taking it slow is of utmost importance. Just because something's a fantasy doesn't mean that the reality is going to be the same. And we see that all the time. That's very true. Because that's what we do. That's our job. As as dominance, we create the fantasy for the sub. They come in, they tell us what they want, and we try to create that fantasy for them. That's it. And sometimes we create that fantasy, and they realize... They don't like it. They don't want it. They don't want it. That's right. So it's okay to change your mind, even if it's happening. Because it gets real real quick. It's okay to say, no, yeah. I can't do this. And it's important for the partner, when the when one says no, either one of them, that they stop and reassess. They ask the bull to leave, and they have a real honest conversation. Yeah. So it's important. Um... It says, perhaps not having sex with someone you know or cuckolding not occur in your own home the first time. Oh, no. No. Get a hotel. Right. Don't yeah. do it in your marital bed no. the first time, and then all of a sudden it's ruined, and your yeah. whole relationship is ruined. 
Um, start off trying out cuckolding. Maybe ask your partner to describe a fantasy about having sex with a different partner. That can be past partners, people they fancy, or even a celebrity. Sometimes this may be enough for both parties, and they have no interest in taking things further. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're both happy and wanted to take it to the next step, try going to a bar and watching them flirt with someone else. Maybe you watch a partner flirt. Yeah. And hug and hold hands or touch yeah. the shoulder and see how you feel. If you're okay with it, maybe you watch them kiss. Yeah. Don't just jump into bed because that's a bad idea. <clears throat> <clears throat> the next step, if that goes well, is your partner having sex with someone else, then recounting the experience to you. Maybe the first time they have sex, you don't watch. Now, that could be upsetting for some people, too. Because if, yeah. I, if my partner was having sex with someone else, I'd want to be there. Yeah, I'd absolutely. want to see it. Yeah. You know, not just not only just to make sure that they're safe, but I want to see it. Yeah, sure. I don't want to hear about it later. Absolutely. <clears throat> but for some, that might be difficult. Gigi Engel has some thoughts on the term cuckolding. As a clinician, I prefer the term open marriage to calling people cuckolds or hot wives because it is very heteronormative in implications. And in practice... It's often the husband who's creating a scenario for his sexual gratification rather than for his wife's pleasure. That, that That's entirely true. Yeah, and that completely and you know why that turns is. that around. Yeah, it's, mean, it's not enjoying the fact that she's receiving pleasure. He's receiving pleasure from watching her. Yeah. It's about him, not her. It is. And a lot of times, it's subconscious, and he's really thinking about him being the place of her. Right. Yeah. And that's what we were saying earlier. Yeah. It's bisexuality. Very much so. Yeah. And a lot of men don't it's, want to admit it's to the that, fantasy. too. Yeah. And it's safe. Yeah. He can have sex with my wife. That doesn't make me gay. Yeah. But he's not watching his wife get fucked. He's watching the man get fucked. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times, women will do it for their husbands. Yeah. And the man is enjoying it a lot more than maybe the woman is. Yeah. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, this has been quite informative. It has been. I learned a lot. I, I, I'm really rather surprised with the Yeah, with this was article. a good article. It good really job, was. Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I'll take it back. Half the bad shit I said yes, about Yes, we really do. We take that back. <laughs> I still don't like you. <laughs> you still suck. You love it. But this article was great. Yes. So. All right, John. It's been good. I liked learning the history, the cuckoo birds. <laughs> that was great. That was adorable. That was nice, right? Yeah. I don't know why. I always wondered why they call it cuckolding. I thought it was because cuck, cock, you know. No, I told you it's a yeah. you. It's not cock. I know. It's crazy. Now we know. that That's all that debate. It's cuck. <laughs> it's cuck. Like cuckoo bird. <laughs> well, until next time, make all of your watching your wife get fucked by big fat bulls cock fantasies become realities. <laughs>